Good morning, Nachum. Good have Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Chukas. According to the Chinuch, Parshas Chukas contains three positive mitzvos, all related to the Para Aduma, the Red Hefer, which is, wow, something which we cannot understand. Now, I want to begin by noting that if you were to ask me, how do you know that the Torah is divine? That the Torah was not written by any man, it was written by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, by God Himself. How do you know? So I'm going to suggest one way that I know. There are many ways, but one way I believe is Pashas Chukas. What does that mean? If you look at any constitution, each line, each law, has to make sense. It was written by man to govern man, and therefore the laws have to be understandable. There are no laws in the American Constitution that simply are beyond our understanding and comprehension. Not so in our Torah HaKedoshah. The Rambam at the end of Hilchos Me'ila lists approximately seven, eight chukim. A chok is a law that the Torah has not given us a reason for this particular law. For example, kosher meat by itself is kosher. Milk that came from a kosher animal is kosher. Each one of these two separately, independently, are kosher. Together, that same milk and that same meat is prohibited. Explain to me why. And the answer is, there's only one answer, because Hashem in His Torah has said so. And so it is explained to me. I ask each week a dermatologist in my synagogue, how many cases of shatnes did you have this week? Meaning, how many rashes did you see on a person? Whereby you can say, oh, that's a shatnes rash because you wore wool and linen together. Understandably, there is no such rash and nothing happens to us, quote, physically, or so we think. But the answer is, the Torah says, don't do it. And we don't. Why? I don't know. We yield to a higher authority. But these laws and this week's parasha, tell me, why is it that someone who, man, woman, who's on the Hebra Kadisha, and it's never a convenient time to do a tahara. They wash the deceased, they dress the deceased, and they come out tamay, impure. And when we go to a funeral and we're under the same roof as the deceased, we have gone and done a mitzvah and we've come to give kavod ames, honor to the deceased, yet we emerge tamay. Now today, because we don't yet have a Beis HaMikdash, the third temple, and we don't have korbanos, yet the offerings, so there is no practical 
ramification and manifestation of this impurity. When we did, and please God, shortly we'll have that third temple, we will not be able to enter the Besam Migdash. We will not be able to partake, to eat of Kodshim, to eat of the Korbanos of the offering that will be brought in the Beis Hamikdash, but I'd like to share with you an insight that I saw in the Sefer Hema Yenachamuni by the Tolna Rebbe to give us a little bit more, perhaps, of understanding of the idea of Tuma and Tara, impurity and purity, and he cites. A teaching of the Rambam, which is found in Mishnayis Parah, chapter 3, Mishnah 3, Gimel Gimel in Mishnayis of Parah. And the Rambam writes the following, that there is no difference between a man, a person, who was never Tomei in his life. He was raised and maintains him or herself in a state of absolute Tahara, purity, and somebody who has been Tomei, and then they undergo the process of becoming Tahor pure, by having the ashes of the Pora Aduma and water sprinkled on them on day three and on day seven of their week of purification, afterwards going to a mikvah. There's no difference. They're both halachically pure. However, the Rambam writes, and I quote, Shezeh ashahuzo olav, the one upon whom it was sprinkled, Yoser gadol hamadrego betara. He's on a higher level of purity. Why? Lefisha posuk. For Shafat Olav Shahutahor. Because the Torah has ordained about this person that he is pure. What does that mean? It means that he has gone through a state of impurity, and now that he has attained the purity after the seven days and the sprinklings and the mikvah, then he is pronounced tahor. So being pronounced tahor, you are on, quote, that higher level. And he buttresses this and says, take a look. There's a famous Gemara in Brachos 34b, where the Gemara says the following, Makom Shabali Tshuva Omdim, a place where the penitent, the one who, forgive me, was the sinner, and now they have gone through the process of redoing their personality, redoing their actions. Yesteryear did not keep Shabbos. Yesteryear did not keep kosher, etc. Mokom, a place where these Bali Tshuva, these penitents stand, Tzadikim Gemurim Enon Omdim, the complete righteous ones cannot stand, which means that the penitent, the one who has done tshuva, is on a higher level than even a tzaddik. Number one, you could say because the tzaddik 
forgive me, never sinned, doesn't know the, quote, taste of sin. Here, the Baal Tshuva, quote, had the, quote, good life, enjoyed the materialism, enjoyed the immorality, and now he realizes, wow, what he has, and therefore he appreciates what he has, in that regard, might very well be on a higher level. I believe that this Rambam actually can talk to each and every one of us. And in each, every one of us, ideally, has to be that Baal Tshuva, that individual. How so? I really believe that everybody undergoes challenges, crises in their life. We don't look for it the same way people did not look for tumor, for impurity. The same way that on a physical sense, Baruch Hashem, we can walk on our two feet. When we say every day, HaMechin Mitzadei Gover, God, thank you for my ability of locomotion, and I'm able to walk and go from here to there by myself without a crutch and without a cane and without a wheelchair. It's only the one that unfortunately breaks his or her leg. And after they've gone through the process of surgery and the cast and rehab, and then, wow, they appreciate. Now, ideally, we all know we should appreciate. What's true physically is true spiritually. We should appreciate Shabbos because, wow, not only is it the source of bracha, but this is our opportunity to really, each and every one of us, grow individually in their spirituality. The Yushalmi says, amazing, that Bekoshi Hitiru, that with difficulty did our rabbis permit us to even greet one another Shabbat Shalom. And we know how important that is, greeting each other Shabbat Shalom. But the concept is that on Shabbos, wow, um, I have the capacity to enter a higher stratosphere, something which I just don't have all week long, be it the incredible distractions of the phone and everything else about us. Now, wow, that complete and total change that I have with Shabbos, this is the ability to go from, forgive me, Tuma Tatara on a weekly basis. But I'd like to take it that one step beyond, that we're all Baalei Tshuva. What does that mean? It means the Baal Tshuva who undergoes his crisis, whatever the particular crisis is, comes out stronger at the end. Each and every individual has their, forgive me, peckle, has their lot in life or challenge. People have a challenge with addiction of all different sorts. People have challenges, lo'aleinu, with children who don't always 
give them the ideal nachas that they would want if they could write the nachas program. People have problems in business trying to make ends meet. Problems in health, lo'aleinu. Problems in shalom bayis. There are so many different challenges that come our ways. Comes along parshas chukas and says, Zos chukas Torah. The same way I can't understand why death imparts impurity. Even though Rav Hirsch, I can tell you, suggests very sharply, consciously or subconsciously, we might question God's judgment, and that might put us into a state of spiritual impurity. But the bottom line is that as a result of our being in these situations of challenge, most often we emerge all the stronger we emerge all the better. Odomarishon needed a helpmate. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he was alone in this world. God showed him all the animals. And guess what? It's only after Hashem shows him the animals and he gives names, which means he looks and he sees, no, 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 none of this is fit for me. Ah, Zosapam. Now that he was without, then, wow, he says, this is the one for me that he appreciated Chava all the more. Pasha's Chukas is a difficult Parsha. We don't understand Chukim. We don't understand the laws of the Torah, such as the Pora Aduma, and such as the Egla Arufa, and such as the Soir Amishtaleach. These are all laws that are beyond our comprehension. But I believe Zos Chukas HaTorah, this is the way, and especially of the Torah observing Jew, to recognize and realize that the challenges of life come from on high. And he, says the Ramban, in the end of Pasha's Vayera, does not give us a challenge that we can't overcome. He gives us the tumor, he gives us the struggle, but at the same time, he gives us the Tara, the process of purification, the Amuna, the Bitochon, that through our struggles and through our challenges, we will be on that greater Madrega of Tara, as the Rambam writes, and I quote again, Yoser Godol, HaMadrega Bitara, greater is that degree of purity, literally, psychologically, the Torah helps elevate the Jew. Ashrenu Matov Chalkeinu, how privileged we are to have the Torah get us through all our challenges. Shabbat Shalom to all.